Welcome to Dreams X Trash. Hey, I'm Oscar, co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living and working in Japan with dreams of being more than an unknown writer. And I'm Jason, fellow co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living in Japan and tech and art enthusiast. And Jason, what do we do here? Well, Dreams X Trash is a podcast hosted by us, two Kenyans living in Japan. We have lived in Japan for a combined period of six years, six years, and English Jesus. teachers. Jesus is right. The conversations are a parasocial look at Japanese, Kenyan culture, society, history, philosophy, and a lot of bullshit that swirls around in our lives. I agree with that. And these conversations are a journey of us attempting to make sense of our lives, the world around us, and us trying to make something of what little knowledge we have. And we do have very little knowledge. And that journey starts right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another week at Dreams X Trash. I'm your co-host, Oscar Ruto. Jason, take it away. I am back. Back from the... Finally, from, finally. From, from, from a journey and an adventure. Funny enough, I still haven't even fully moved. There's stuff in the yeah. apartment, but the bed isn't mm. there. The internet isn't connected, so it's like... Oh, uh... bro. Before you go, let me, let me say something. When my wife and I first moved in together... We only had a futon, nothing else. We didn't even have blankets, bro. We had nothing, but and we only had a futon for months, for months. <laughs> that's exactly, yeah. That's kind of the place we're in right now. There's nothing yeah. in the apartment, and I was telling her like, hey, look, I have a little bit of extra on the side. I don't mind just yeah. staying in the Airbnb because no bed and no internet, and we both need internet, you know, whether it's doing mm-hmm. the podcast and mm-hmm. um the recent work i've been doing and her work as well we both need internet mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. so no mm-hmm. bed plus no internet it's like there's nothing you're doing there even if yep. we were yep. staying there we would literally just wake up early in the morning and go to a starbucks or and a leave. yes 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 and stay yes. there for the re- the whole day right yeah yeah so i'll make our lives a little bit easier and just get out an airbnb close close mm-hmm. by so that's mm-hmm. where i am right now and uh there's been a lot of it's been a huge learning experience for me honestly mm-hmm. moving is mm-hmm. not easy in japan it's not it's not moving in general is already hard but moving in this country is like Ooh. yeah we did mention it in the podcast last week with Yumiko, like, how much you both of you being foreigners in japan is gonna make moving twice as hard you know people have no idea they just need to come here and exp- i can talk about it all day but people need to experience it for themselves it's, it's, yeah. it's really it's it's difficult honestly yep 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 and uh, with that, let's just jump right into... Ah, but first, Appreciation Week. Appreciation of the week. For this week's appreciation, I'm going to throw in a man called James. James, you know yourself. James B. J. You know who you are. Thank you so much for catching up with my podcast. Even though you don't have enough time to do it, I appreciate you listening and giving me tips and advice and how to on how to make this better i really do appreciate your in, your advice thank you so much jay and thank you so much james next is the trash bag how much money is in the trash bag right now uh, it should be 900 yen 
900 yen. Well, you didn't swear last week. I'm pretty sure you I swore did. once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so it's a thousand yen. I, I, yeah, I swore once. Okay, so it's a thousand yen. So, that means, so, we, actually, we haven't discussed this. At, after what amount are we going to deposit this money to a charity's bank account? Let's just do it at the end of the year. End of the end of the year? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, I don't give any more money out, man. So, I'm not going to swear. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> or you can just keep on swearing. Oh, it's, good. it's swearing for a good cause. It's okay. Swearing, swearing for a good cause. <laughs> swearing for cancer. <laughs> yeah, swear for cancer. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's actually really nice. So make, make those t-shirts, Jason. <laughs> swear for cancer. It's nice. It's very good. And anything else? Housekeeping. Uh, uh, housekeeping this week. Uh, there's nothing much going on on my end. Uh, the podcast is doing well. Uh, we got really good reviews for the last episode with Yumiko and I'm glad she was actually able to do it. She was able and willing to do it. You know, I, I realized when I was recording the episode with her that uh, recording a podcast, yes, it's a skill you learn over time, you know. You know, we've been doing it for one year now, you know, so it's like we just speak. We don't really think about what we're saying, right? But while I was, as I was recording with her, I realized that I was just the same with I, when we began, I was exactly the same as her. I was really trying to think about what I'm going to say because I was very conscious of people listening to what I would say. Somewhere along the way, you just learn the field to become second. What? Second nature? Yes, yes, yes. We don't. I filter is a very bad way to describe it. You, you're much more conscious of what you're saying as you're saying mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. At some point, I think in the beginning we were thinking ahead of what we would say next, but now yes, we don't yes, really yes. need to do that anymore. No, no, no. So we're no, not necessarily we're filtering our th- thoughts; we're just mm-hmm. formulating in a way that is more digestible. More digestible, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. More digestible yeah. and easier to understand by everyone. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly thinking about like, oh, you know, what would our viewers wanna listen to? What do they wanna hear in a particular topic? And mm-hmm. we bring that up a lot more. I, I, I definitely do agree with what you said. We have become a lot better at it. The first episode yeah, was yeah. just us talking. It was literally just talking, you know. <laughs> I should go back and redo that first episode because now mm-hmm. I can actually save and update a lot of the audio. So I will okay, do that. Okay. The first two episodes, I can save the audio and mm-hmm. re-edit it a bit to make it much mm-hmm. more easier to hear us. Because the first episode mm-hmm. was a... You know what's funny? The first episode actually has a lot of good views on YouTube yeah. and on Spotify. Yep. And yeah, it's yeah. just like a shout out to everyone who tried to give that episode a listen because I couldn't. <laughs> 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 it's a really hard episode to get through. It's long. It's very long. It's hard to hear us. Oh, yeah. We used to do one hour episodes, right? Like one hour, 20 minutes. Yes. Really <laughs> yes. And we were all over the place. There was no theme. There was no nothing. There was no, no direction. No, no, no. No, no, there wasn't, there wasn't. It was rough, man. It still is yeah. rough. But I can yep. edit it a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. Okay, okay. Anyway. So, mm-hmm. moving on, moving on. Onwards and upwards. So, this week's episode is going to be a follow-through from last week's episode, which is marriage and relationships. However, we are po- going to focus on men, young men in particular, because Jesu and I are young men. Well... We are, we, are, we are kind of young. We are kind of young. <laughs> are we young now? Uh, kind of. I mean, we're still in our 20, 20s, you know. So I would say we're, we're young-ish. 
we're reaching that point where it's like young is not young I, anymore oscar which yeah, is i mean like, i now. think once once we get to 30 it's like we're, i think we won't say young men anymore yep yeah you're just a man no you're just a man yep and if you're not you're paying so... your bills you're a disgusting baby adult <laughs> you're a man child as they say yeah mm-hmm. so in this week's episode i want for i want us i would like for us to create a hypothetical couple a man a woman uh i mean this is not this is not anything against our gay brothers and sisters but we're just doing this because jason and i happen to be straight we were cursed with heterosexuality jason <laughs> all right i would say blessed <laughs> and... yeah so whatever, whatever you say anyway so we're going to create this couple jason so you jason come up with a man create a man create a man oh i thought we could just do adam and eve Okay, let's do it. I mean, okay, that works. That works. Too. Adam and Eve. And if mm-hmm. people want to create their own hypotheticals for homosexual relationships, it can be Adam and Steve. It's nothing wrong with that. Adam and Steve. Adam and Steve. Yeah, Adam and Steve. Uh-huh. They they get it on. That's good. But we're gonna. Or, La- or Lana and Eve. Lana and Eve. Oh, Lana and Eve. Ooh, okay. What what what's? It's called the Devil's Entanglement. What what was that? There was an old word for it. What I don't know for lesbian relationships i don't know the devil mm-hmm. something I- i'll look that up it's 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 really it's, it goes back to how far people have looked on frowned upon uh, you know mm. homosexual female relationships but anyway let's go to adam and eve what's next oscar okay what's next so adam and eve are in their mid to late 20s like us right cool adam and eve are not married but they're getting to that point whereby marriage is becoming a big consideration uh, what challenges do, do you think Adam and Eve will face? And in particular, what challenges do you think Steve, sorry, Eve, Adam is facing being a young <laughs> man relationship in this modern world? Wait, Oscar, have you just brought in a polyamorous relationship? No, no, no. That was a slip of the tongue. You know? Got Adam, Steve, and Eve? Jesus. Nope. Nope. That doesn't work out. <laughs> so, actually, that's a very, just a very quick question. So, why is there a switch to polyamorous relationships nowadays why has that become more popular oh it's become a much more talked about topic in love culture i think that's something that's really happening in the west i don't think that's happening much in asia or in, in africa. africa yeah definitely. yeah i don't know definitely yeah in, in africa it was happening in the past which was like and some now. now but that was yeah, polygamous right yeah but that is it's fading away it's definitely feeding away people you can't afford to be to be polygamous in today's world right right that's actually a big part of it the people yes, who can't afford to do it are the top yes, dogs right? exactly yeah and they there's some people who still do do it but i think it's just it's like yumiko and i did talk about this last week where we we're saying like in the modern world you as the individual expect to be so many things you know you expect to be like a husband Look now, as a man, as a man, basically you're supposed to be a husband, a father, you know, a company, you know. Guardian, so all this guardian. guardian as well, right? Yeah. So an individual cannot do all these things, and that's why, like I was saying in the last episode, that's why I feel like people are losing, kind of losing their minds. You know, I think I will argue that's why addictions are spiking globally. You know, that's why suicides also spiking globally. That people are burdened with so much. But unlike the past, whereby if you if you live in an in an African village, in a Kenyan village, for instance, there's no way as a man 
you you can't be in your in your heart in your house with your wife taking your baby alone, right? Yeah, you mentioned this in the last episode. Yes, the, the baby. The community it, raises the baby. Yes, the baby belongs to the community, right? Yeah, right, right, right. So, but in the modern world, it's like you have to do all these things yourself. Like I look at my wife, right? I look at Yumiko, and I see. So my job is pretty simple. I teach English to kids, and that means on average I work for three hours a day. So I can I'll say, say four, on, but three hours is good. Yeah, three, four hours, you know, so like... I'm including preparation time. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't include that because I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should... Okay, okay, that's good. All right. Okay, so anyway, so... Typically, I'm kind of well-rested, right? I'm not really... Okay, not really well-rested, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm typically okay. But I look at my wife, who works for a typical Japanese company. Now, she leaves home at 8.30. And she works from 9 to 6 p.m. And you know, it's she. She works on websites, but also deals in the in selling the website to potential uh, finding customers to buy the the websites they are selling, right? No way. She's so actually a uh, salesman too. Yes. Salesperson. And this is the problem. Yes. So this is the problem, right? She has to go out and work on websites and also phone potential customers, potential that, clients. That's so stressful. It's so stressful, and she's doing this for what for seven hours a day, five days a week. And when she comes home, because when she comes home, I'm still at work. That's because I work in the in the afternoons and evenings. So when she comes home, she has to. She comes home, drops her luggage, and immediately goes to pick up our daughter from daycare. And then she comes back home, gives our, our daughter a bath, plays with her a bit, puts her to sleep, and then now she has to think about her dinner. You know what we're gonna eat. You know, think about the next day. It's like, in all honesty, my wife almost has no time for herself. Let me just bring this back to the Adam and Eve thing. This is perfect because our first problem we can meet is that in modern society, Adam and Eve would have muddled, 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 muddled parental slash gender roles or yes, responsibilities. Exactly. Exactly. It's exactly. not entirely clear what work or responsibility should be given to who and how the responsibilities should be divided up. Divided up. Because in the mm-hmm. modern world, gender mm-hmm. roles are uh, they're fabricated mm-hmm. by us. So they're fluid, basically. We can do whatever we want now. Mm-hmm. So the question is, if you could do whatever you want, then we've thrown away the traditional framework of a man should be this, a woman should be this. You know, a man should be a guardian, a caretaker, no, guardian, protector. Uh, bring home the bread and everything like that, right? And provides the finances, and the woman is the caretaker and the the raiser of the children. If you, mm-hmm. if you throw away that framework, what are we working mm-hmm. with? With mm-hmm. Adam and mm-hmm. Eve? Well, how do Adam mm-hmm. and Eve sort through that? Mm-hmm. What would you think? What would you say? How how are you dealing with it? You know, how are other people dealing with it? How would Adam and Eve deal with it? What would you recommend? So, hmm, the issue of like. Unclear gender roles. Unclear gender roles. Yeah, parental. So with the gender roles, like in the past, let's talk about maybe my father's era, right? Mm. It was pretty clear who's the breadwinner in the household, right? Mm. And maybe at some point in the past, women were typically housewives. Their job was take care of the home, raise the children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now, because of how just modern life is so expensive. And the funny thing is that it's not expensive because the things that you need are actually expensive. It's expensive because of the things that you think you need. 
right? Like I think I need an iPhone 13. That's expensive, right? I think I need to pay for Netflix every month. That's that's not it's not cheap. It's, to it's, <laughs> it's funny because these things aren't valuable on their own necessarily. It's all of them together to create a certain lifestyle. We're not chasing exactly, the exactly. objects, we're chasing a lifestyle, right? Yes. And like it's like the fear of being a parent is that education is so expensive, you know, diapers are so expensive, uh healthcare is so expensive. But if you look if like every month I take a stock of my spending, right? And the spending for my daughter is less than the spending for myself. Wait, wait, wait. Right? How much is it for your daughter? Give us a roundabout figure. So I'm going to like for healthcare. So for health, national health insurance for me and my daughter, it's usually put together. So that's around three hundred dollars for me and my daughter. That's so I'm assuming if it's half and half, which it isn't, it's more. It's definitely more expensive for me. But if I do fifty fifty, I'll see hundred and fifty dollars a month for my child's healthcare. That's health cool. insurance. Cool, cool. And yeah. then for her daycare, it's going to be around it's three hundred dollars a month. Only. Uh, yes. Yes. Only. Wow. And, that's nice. Yeah. And diapers, diapers come to how much do we spend on diapers? Around what between forty to sixty dollars a month? We're not even at fifty yet. Are we at fifty? With thirty mm-hmm. you said hundred fifteen hundred and fifty? Three hundred, yes, yes. hundred and fifty. And yeah. then Okay. So we're at sixty. Yeah. Let's just round it up to sixty. Six hundred, yes. sorry. I mean six hundred. Six so six six hundred and then so when it comes to baby food, we don't really buy her baby food anymore. She just eats what we eat, you know. I don't know the hundred dollars. Then, but, but that's like that's just our that's also our food. So it's not just food for for Raha. It's also it's just also our food as well, right? Mm. So raising a child isn't expensive, right? But now the things that are expensive are my things. Paying for the gym, that's eight dollars a month. So right, rounding up all the costs. So six hundred dollars. Then we add food. I'm being generous and adding food at okay. like another two hundred dollars. So okay, okay. you're spending like eight hundred dollars. Yes, a month. 80K. Yes. 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 Which is that it's is cheaper than my rent. It's cheaper than my rent. It's specifically the amount of money I spend on food every month, mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. I go out, mm-hmm. that all combined, yes. that's yes. me. And I haven't yeah. even included my own shopping and, like you said, my own subscriptions and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the fear, right? So now I have to. Not only do I need to work, but Chimiko also needs to work to support not what we need, but support our lifestyle. And the lifestyle isn't the baby. The lifestyle is the Netflix, the gym, you know, the the, the iPhone, you know, all these things that we don't really need this. Okay, I, we need a phone, right? But I don't need Netflix. I don't need a gym. I can go running. I can buy my own weights, which I actually do have weights in my house, right? Yep. So this is where Adam and, and Adam and Eve find complications, right? In the fact that now that both people are working, it's like, who's the breadwinner in this household, you know? Who wears the pants in the house? And if that person is the breadwinner, then the other person needs to play a much more secondary slash supportive role, right? Supportive role, exactly. So now, Adam and Eve are in a situation whereby because, they don't know who's supporting who. Because somebody has to stay home with the kids. Some, exactly. Somebody so has somebody to, but now, has to be a supportive role. Yes. One person has to make a sacrifice and be the supportive role and help everyone oh, oh, else. I will make the argument that the person who's going out is the one making the sacrifice because you want to be home with your kid, you know? I want to be home with my kid. That's my true. wife wants to be home with the kid. That's true. The that's person true. who's staying home, of course, it's... it's. I think staying home, I will argue, because, like, I've I've been home with my daughter alone, right? And that, that's actually very challenging. It's it's easier to go to work. It's easier to go to work. Ah, <laughs> uh, but... I would say, 
but the, yeah. the sacrifice in, ten, in terms of like we don't know what kind of aspirations that person who's doing supportive role might have had they might have had the biggest of dreams and now they're just sitting at home they have to oh, okay i see i see i see okay yes okay okay so okay it's kind I, of a okay. big sacrifice on its own okay okay i understand i understand what you're saying yes yes so now the, the idea of generals and breadwin i think the term breadwinner doesn't even if you're a, a middle class family if adam and eve are middle class then the notion of, of gender roles and breadwinner is thrown out of the window we have to forget about that completely i think most middle class do 50 50 at least both of them yes. are bringing in money they both yes so money. the generals are thrown out the, let's just forget about it i don't want to say completely is, tr- no, thrown out but i'm saying i mean what i mean is this it should be there the the general should be very clear in the household right yeah the fact that it isn't that it is what i believe is causing trouble in some relationships yes 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 yes, yes. so in modern society adam and eve would run into trouble with those gender roles because women can essentially they've been told now they're being told over and over again they can do anything and be whatever they want that's not true Men found out this shit long time ago. We can strive to do anything we want, but we have to take in the consequences that come into that. So I hear a lot about you can do whatever you want, be whatever you want, but I don't hear about the responsibility, take responsibility mm, part mm. of that message. You know what I'm talking about? The yes, whole yes. female empowerment, which I might, you have a daughter, we have wives, we have girlfriends, everyone who has out there, we're all for female empowerment. Yeah. 100 percent we're all that in the classical sense we're all feminists right yes 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 but there's a part of that message again taking responsibility and responsibility is that hey if you're gonna do whatever you want there is consequences i just mm-hmm. don't hear that side that much so if for example if eve decides hey i'm going to become this rich ass boss person with a billion oh, dollar 100 yen, company 100 yen jason 100 yen 100 what did yen. i say you said rich ass ass, jason, ass, ass. is not a ass is a part of the human body oscar that is not a swear word Come hey on. hey would you be telling your kids ass <laughs> ass is okay though ass is okay jason 100 yen man stop being stingy okay you know, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have a conversation about this. ass is not a swear word okay Okay, but oh. I could argue it's a donkey I'm talking about. Okay, okay, that's that's a good argument, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, back to the analogy, right? Mm-hmm. They would get very rich and have the company and maybe they'd be super fulfilled and have the self-actualization. But then they would start complaining, Hi, why doesn't any of these guys want to date me? Hey, why doesn't... Why, why, why don't I succeed just as well i did in my business in the love section right Mm -hmm. or why don't i have kids and a family at this and this age Uh, i think yeah this is something i've I've heard a lot recently uh, and i've heard that doing some reading i found out that men tend to tend to date across and down the social hierarchy right yes when women only date across and up right and i think that if you're a this is an assumption, of course, based on what I've read. If you're a powerful woman, if Eve, if Eve is a cross, yes, Eve is if a Eve is a powerful woman, yeah, across and up, 
is very limited. Very, very limited. Yep. It is. Yeah. She's basically dating other CEOs. And why would other CEOs date her when they could date all these other young women who want to jump on their Ds, right? They want to get some of that CEO money, you know, that special attention from them. It's like, why am I dating this old, this old woman? <laughs> I almost said the A word again. This old woman who's at the same position as me, who will not necessarily want or won't, wouldn't, wouldn't give me the same amount of attention a young woman would, right? Oh, yes. Okay. I, okay. So I think that's the most important word here. It's attention. Everyone wants to be given attention, right? Yeah. And if Adam, okay, back to Adam and Eve, if they're both working and they're both as busy as most people are in the modern world, they don't have time to give attention to each other. Yep. And that's that's where the relationship is just going to start. Full. That's the crack in every relationship. It's like, I don't feel that you find me special. I don't feel that you value me. And it's like, if you go back to some some Harris's uh, waking up up, he says all the time, the only thing you have to offer, offer people is your attention. I think attention, what is what is social cloud if not our attention? Exactly, exactly. And social cloud, we all know how powerful social cloud is. In all of the social yes, media yes, platforms. yes. Attention but is if, super powerful. If Adam is a software program, he's busy for seven hours a day. If is if he's also a software engineer or a doctor or whatever, she's busy for a hell of a lot, right? They come home. They don't have the energy to give each other attention. They want to come home, take a shower, watch some TV and sleep. Right? That's no relationship. That's you a, you have a roommate. You and that's roommate. being generous, right? It's yes. Most of the time, in this, being a software engineer, you're going to come home and there's work to be done, even at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you come home, you, you're doing work. By the time you eat, bro, you're done. You want to sleep, mm-hmm. so you just mm-hmm. eat, sleep, and then that's it. Like what you're saying. So, so there's might even there might even be work that carries away, carries out of work. It carries itself. You need to carry it home with you and keep mm-hmm. on working. And that's even exacerbated by the whole Corona situation that we're in, that people can work from home remotely. Exactly. So exactly, that exactly. line, that boundary of where the workplace ends mm-hmm. and where home begins, where my personal mm-hmm. life begins, has been blurred a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you do? What there is nothing. Do? You know, like, there's, like, the only way to ex- escape this is almost just to escape modernity. But you can't really do that. I mean, you can you can attempt. You can go and try and live in some village somewhere and be a farmer, you know? But is that really the life you want? That's the question. Is that really the life you want? Yes. Uh, for me personally, I would I would like that life. Like, let me go back to last year when corona first began i think i've mentioned this on the podcast before i definitely have when corona first began and we were out of work for like a month and a half and we didn't know whether or not we're gonna get our paychecks for that month month oh yes you've told, i went you've told out, us the lumberjack yes. story yes i went out to become a lumberjack and initially when i first started i was scared of the job it's, it's gonna be challenged gonna be hard but while i was working as a lumberjack I, re- I felt more fulfilled in my employment than i've ever felt before so that makes me think that maybe that lifestyle would be good for me personally. Or maybe it's good for, it's good for Adam, but maybe Eve might not find that appealing. You know, maybe Eve wants to be in the city. Maybe Eve wants to wear Louis to have Louis Vuitton bags. You know. And we see this with the the wife that have to deal with the soldiers, their husbands being soldiers that go away for long periods of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get lonely. The 
kids feel like the father's never around her needs her attention she feels like she's basically a single stay-at-home mom and she's raising the kids and, and, and dealing with all of the house responsibilities by herself yes, yes, and yes, like what yes. you said she is essentially when do the lumberjack job you're gonna be gone for a long period of time right Mm, yes, in, yes, yes. In your case, you were like going for, to a very far away place. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, like I was going for a full week. I was going for a full week. So does that does that mm. element like especially like if Adam wanted to become a soldier, right? Mm, mm. I'm pretty sure he would be hundred percent fulfilled. If he was built and can gear his mind and change his mindset into being a soldier and being a warrior. I, I do believe like all men can do this because the primal aspect it's it's what our body was built to do right there's a part of us that would enjoy the fighting would enjoy the the conflict and would strive and most in, importantly the camaraderie you know having your brothers around you you know so your symbolic brothers yes the self-actualization will come 100 yes, you will yes, feel yes. fulfilled you'll feel and like you said the social aspect as well would come with it and you'll feel like yeah, you, you know, can let go of it. And, you know, maybe that's why Adam in this modern world lacks lacks a sense of self-confidence, right? He doesn't feel fulfilled. There's no fulfillment in whatever he does because Adam is sitting in an office coding, right? There's no sense of adventure in what he's doing. And maybe, I'm not saying there's no sense of adventure in programming. I don't know, but I'm assuming, I'm ass- making the assumption here that going after the soldier is more adventurous than being a software engineer. I think it is. I would say it's yes. in the sense of the unknowable and the knowable. The programming aspect, there's very little unknowable in those desk jobs. You're basically in the same environment every day. You'll talk and interact with the exact same people. The only thing that's changing is the matter or the subject or the project in which you're coding. That changes. So that 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 that's all is shifting. But the environment and everything else is pretty much constant and very consistent, right? In a conflict, in a war, there'll never be two battlefields that are the same thing. There'll never be a situation that's the same way, right? And I'm, this is based off my knowledge from sports and the games I play. I'm not even talking about this. Like, I don't know. I've never been a soldier and I've never seen anyone. Okay, we do know one person who was a, yeah. a soldier. But a real again, soldier. I don't know what kind of history or what kind of things they've been through. But I'm basing this off of my games. You'll never meet, meet a situation that's exactly the same, like in chess, yes, yes. as the other. Yeah. That kind of the potential adventure from those kind of like situations, mm-hmm. the desk job just can't compare. The variability yeah, is what I'm talking about here. The variability yeah, yeah. in a conflict or in a war is just it's so high. It would mm-hmm. be so so high. Me and you can patrol the same road, but <laughs> and. Sure, maybe in times of peace, everything's good. But in times of war, mm. you know, me and you would be sweating. And Adam would be yep. sweating his ass off. Yep. And we would be, the adrenaline that, is, that has been pumped in your body every time you cross that road during the war time. Mm-hmm. Just, how do you compare that to a, a dust job where you're drinking coffee you can't. and sitting on your ass you, every day? No, you can't, you can't, you can't. So, okay, let's move on to another subject uh, in the same in the same field. Which is uh, Adam and Eve? Do, is it is it pos- possible for them to understand everything about each other? Nope. 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 So Adam and Eve in the modern world, they need controversial they need other... time, Oscar. 
one mm-hmm. is male and the other one is female uh, just... not, not in that sense not, not even in that sense i mean like just typical day-to-day problems you experience as a man or a woman right i mean like maybe your problems you're facing at work problems you're facing with your friends i think both genders experience these issues right and but they experience I think it differently I... true is what true. i want to point but, out what what i mean here is that uh for instance let's say let's say okay adam has an addiction right uh-huh. eve doesn't have any addictions adam do you think it would be possible for eve to understand adam's point of view when he tries to discuss his addiction with her she can visualize it and she can visualize it maybe very well but she can never truly understand that's just the reality yeah. of it yeah 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 and this is something i came to realize with with my drinking uh, when i was drinking heavy and i would of course you make wasn't pleased with this she, she wouldn't be who would be, be, be pleased with this but whenever i would discuss the issue with her solutions like then just you know just stop drinking you know just just reduce how much you drink which was like was just, of course that's what you should do that's what one should do but it's like if it was that simple then i wouldn't be having this problem to begin with you know what you know what i'm saying <laughs> so I was lucky enough to find a and find other people who have who have faced the same problem that I was facing and through speaking with them I can see how I can overcome my my problems right yeah but if Adam whatever addiction he has maybe it's alcohol maybe it's drugs maybe it's porn right if he's trying to discuss with Eve in fact I think he wouldn't even try to discuss with Eve right mm. because he knows straight off the bat she wouldn't get it she wouldn't get it but this is going to make Eve feel left out of Adam's life like she's not being included to make people understand even more if Eve had a problem with her her periods for example or had like a tampon or something involving her genitalia would be the first person she would go to it's well, more likely no, she would not go Eve to... not Eve not Steve Steve Adam not Adam not Adam <laughs> Yeah. Not, not Adam, right? It's more likely yeah. she would go to one of her friends or her mother. Let's mm. say, assuming her mother's still in her life. Those mm. are the people she should go to first. One of her female mm. role models or something along those lines or female companions. Mm. Because why would you go to your male partner? He will obviously not know the answer. It's very, very unlikely he wouldn't know the answer mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's the same thing with the addiction like what you said if adam has an addiction and he probably has all of these problems and ideas and uh-huh. he wants someone to help him get through it the right answers and solutions probably won't lie the mm. eve can obviously provide emotional support and emotional support is one of the foundations to healing or going through addiction right you need mm-hmm. your family you need people who love you there right Mm-hmm. when it comes to the other aspects like reinventing yourself finding a way to finding how to think about like thinking re- reinventing yourself and finding different ways to think about your addiction going to somebody else who's going through it i think is better that's it's almost it's probably the only way it's probably the only way right yeah and it's not just not just addiction it's just any problem any problem Adam can't speak to Eve about a problem he's facing at his, at his job as a software engineer, right? Yeah. He has to find another person, maybe in his company, maybe another friend who's also a software engineer and discuss that issue with him, right? Or her. Exactly like that. Yes. And Eve also, if she's a doctor, she can't be discussing her, her problems in the field of medicine with, with Adam. Mm. 
he has to find another doctor, right? Mm. Mm. One of the interesting things, I, I this is going back to the whole responsibilities of the house and gender roles. When you do things 50-50, because a lot of middle-class families are trying to do that, and I'll be honest, I see that's the way lots of normal relationship tends normal relationships tend to work out or the dynamics mm-hmm. of normal relationships people are trying to do the 50-50 thing mm-hmm. stuff like okay if Adam and Eve are doing 50-50 at any one point who is paying the bills who is paying for the house who is paying for food on the table who is mm-hmm. cooking food mm-hmm. on the table right before mm-hmm. it was very very clear the man or Adam in a traditional or historical setting would be the man bringing the money and the food so Eve should be the one preparing and taking care of the house on a daily basis with the chores and everything. Very simple, very straightforward. In modern times, all that's up in the air, right? Yes, yes, yes. So now it feels like you have to go through the entire list and divide the work manually. <laughs> uh, so this, this is an issue that all couples have to discuss prior to being a couple. But you know, it's like you can't discuss these things before being a couple, you know? It's like, okay, let's sit down. Okay, Adam and Eve, before they were dating, they imagine if they sat down and said, you know what, we need to have this discussion. Hey, I'm Adam, I have this list of things I think we should discuss. Number one, who's going to be cooking? Number two, who's going to be paying the rent? It's like, you should have this, this, this discussion in the modern world, but it's kind of a put-off before the relationship starts, you know? <laughs> it's very much enjoy the, the romantic side and the emotional side of it relationship and don't worry about the more pragmatic questions yes those things will come in later but in the modern world i feel like by the time those things come by the time that discussion comes up naturally it's almost too late now you're kind of confused how does this work you know or worse yet yet, you both had assumptions coming in yes assumptions about how things would go out and then the assumption Adam's assumption versus Eve's assumption are totally different. And then a fight breaks through. You know, this is something I've experienced with my wife, right? Uh, Going back to the idea of like in the past, the man was the provider, right? Yeah. In my relationship, everything is 50-50. My wife wife doesn't make much less than I do. It's pretty much, it's almost no difference at all, right? Mm -hmm. And being in the modern world, I will assume that most women are okay with working and bringing in as much money as the manders which i mean it should make sense in the modern world however that that notion of like the woman should be the man should be the provider still exists in all people's brains even in the in, in the in women's brain in my wife's brain for, for instance because there was one when her sister came over my sister and they were talking about one of my wife's friends who has a husband who makes a lot of money and was saying oh the wife also like her friend she still works but because the man makes so much money, she keeps all her salary for herself. So she never, she doesn't touch her salary, right? Okay. The man does everything. He, he pays the rent. Actually, they live in their in their parents' home. And they, I think he comes from a wealthy family. So he pay, they don't have to pay rent, but he pay, buys for the food. He pays for travel expenses. Everything, he does everything pretty much. Right. And I remember my wife and my sister-in-law saying, oh, that sounds so nice. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like... It's like, oh, I thought I thought you were feminists. <laughs> no, it's like, no, no, no. Everyone still wants that. 
everyone still, still wants like to have the man provide exactly everything, you know? that's just another problem of what happens nowadays right everyone's like oh i'm doing my own thing i'm misindependent but somehow i want a daddy you know <laughs> i want this huge father figure male figure to take care of me and i'm like do you know what happens when a male figure takes care of you he wants you to clean the house he wants you to yeah. make a sandwich okay <laughs> so you wanting these types of men in your life you're not the right kind of woman you're not presenting mm-hmm. yourself as that type of woman who would allow these kinds of men to come into your life i think hmm. they say the they problem. they want it i think they want those that lifestyle but they're not again they're not talking about they're not thinking about what the consequences or the responsibilities that they would need to undertake in order to have that lifestyle yes i think the problem here is that we have come to use the the phrase submissive when we refer to this kind of women but i don't think there's a submission to being a housewife i think a housewife has has more power than the modern narratives would like to suggest right oh yeah if you oh yeah they're dealing with the kids every day with the house every day like they have so much power it's like the man as the provider brings in the money and the woman keeps all the money if, like if, in, Jap- in Japan, for instance, right? In Japan, the, a typical Japanese marriage, this is what happened. The man gets his salary on the, 20, on the 25th of the month and gives all the money to his wife. And the woman, the wife, gives the man pocket money. Like, here you are, darling. This is yours for the month. And Isn't that... That seems like crazy power. And the man... Adam is basically slaving away every day, right? Yes. <laughs> Eve... After the house is done, she has time for herself. And most importantly, if she wanted to do something, she has time to think. Mm, mm, and that mm. uh, that ability, that just having the opportunity to think, puts mm. her like miles away in front of Adam. Adam exactly. is dealing with that work every day. He has no bandwidth in his mind. Eve no. has bandwidth. Mm. That bandwidth to think, to plan a revolution, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, but you get the point. Like this bandwidth yes, I do. to do yes, other I do. things. Yes, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I feel like that's very powerful. Yeah, so I think the idea that housework, to be a housewife, you have to be a submissive woman. I think that is a myth. That is a, that's not true. It's, it's sacrifice. Right. I, it's really it's, is just sacrifice. Yes, yes, yes. One person is going to slave away at an eight-hour mm-hmm. job, and they're not mm-hmm. going to have any energy when they come back home. Another person is going to take care of the house and the children. Sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that you mm-hmm. guys can be a family unit yes exactly exactly it's not different from being a team in a football or soccer player everyone has a role right mm-hmm. the goalkeeper doesn't complain that he can't score a goal the fuck <laughs> he doesn't complain he's a victim that he because he <laughs> can't get the ball and score a goal. <laughs> he knows his role right i yeah. saw i saw by the way i have to pay 200 yes now. yes yeah um anyway point is yeah they have their roles so they don't complain in the game Mm-hmm. Yet I feel in modern society there's these roles. Everyone should understand these roles, and people are going to play them. Yet the people who get some of these roles just complain and complain, thinking they they, they want to be everything. They want to be the striker and the goalkeeper. It's like no, you mm-hmm. can't. You can't. You can only you be can't. one of them. If you want to be the striker, mm-hmm. that's fine. Find yourself a partner who'll be the goalkeeper, right? I mean, here's the thing: you do try to be the striker and the goalkeeper, but you know what happens? You end up running to the middle field and realizing the ball has just been lobbed over your head into the goalpost. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And that's, then, yeah, that's, and that reinforces that's being... the victim mentality even more. Yes, yes. 
Oh, no one understands me. Oh, all these people out here, all these potential partners, they don't look at me. There's a problem with them. I'm like, really? Everyone has a problem. Everyone's looking at you. I'm like, oh, but you know, like this is the issue with with even as with us as men, right? Yeah. Even us as men, I believe we're losing that sense, that that touch of masculinity that existed in the past, right? I don't like, think effeminate. He he's not being that way, but he's becoming that way with time and it's, it's it's not his fault it's just the way things are set up in the world you know men are not going out there to interact with the physical world right yes. like me as a teacher right i'm 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 teaching kids i'm teaching kids there's no way i can be the most masculine man i can be around three-year-old kids right i have to become more effeminate in order to work with them right but if i'm a lumberjack i'm going out lifting heavy objects chopping down trees I, you know, it's like I'm, I'm interacting with the physical world. I'm becoming physically more masculine, and also my thinking is just I'm focusing on working interaction with the physical world. So when I come back home, I have no time to be discussing kids, to be discussing I don't know uh, the latest fashion with my wife. No, give me my sandwich. I'm going to bed. <laughs> it sounds very rough, but you know that's we are becoming more effeminate, and that's why like. We also feel that men. This is also happening with men, right? Whereby men say, "This, this women don't. They don't see me. They don't see me. Hey, they don't see you because maybe you're not the kind of man they want. You're not the kind of man they were taught to expect. You know I mean, look, look at look at the movies we watch. James Bond. He's almost the ideal man. He's the man's man, right? And if a woman is thinking, "I want a husband like James Bond," where the hell is she going to find him? <laughs> that that's the thing, right? <laughs> and look it's at the like, way no. James Bond treats treats other like women. Yes, yes. That's the kind of man you want. All right, go for it. And then you'd be but like, even, but he doesn't treat me like I'm special. And stuff like, like you know, even even let's even cut out how he treats other women. Let's just talk, look at how 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 uh, independent he is, how decision driven he is, how focused he is. Right? I think in the modern world, me included. We lack these things. Men are not tough nowadays. We're not tough. Not like the 80s, Which, right? The 80s no. had Stallone, Schwarzenegger, exactly. it's those like, people. 90s, we had yeah. some, we still had action heroes for sure. Those are people yes. we looked up and, to and, and like, we're going to be like those people. We went yes. out and worked out, you know? Yes. And now it's like, we are actually working hard not to be tough because that's threatening. That's threatening energy That's you're putting That's toxic in masculinity right there. Exactly, exactly. And it's, you know, I think also another thing, the notion of being tough as toxic is wrong because being tough doesn't mean I'm going out to seek fights. No, it means I know when to stand my ground, right? Yep. But if I don't want to stand my ground, you know what happens? Knowing when to stand your ground and you actually will stand your ground. Yes, yes. And being able to make a decision, right? But if Adam can't do that, what happens when a problem arises in the home? Right? Eve when leaves Steve, him. When Eve, Eve will Eve leave him for Steve. Needs a man who who can make a decision, who can stand on his own two feet. But Adam can't seem to be able to do that. Eve will so leave him for Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. this is this just to wrap everything up because we're pretty much at the end. I would like to take the monologue from Fight Club. I think this perfectly wraps up our conversation. The character that Brad Pitt plays, Tyler Durden. Durden. Yeah. Right? So he says this. There's going to be swearing, but I'm not swearing. Okay? 
<laughs> I'll put that out now. It's just the quote. It's, it's just, just the quote. quote. It's just the quote. Okay. Yeah. So, man, I see in this Fight Club the strongest and smartest men who have ever lived. I see all of this potential, and I see it squandered. God damn it! An entire generation pumping gas, waiting tables, slaves with white collars, advertising has us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs we hate so we can buy shit that we don't need. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war. No great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. And we're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. That's a fact. Explains the incels, man. Explains the incels. The incels, right there, right there. <laughs> man, but yeah, but I don't you feel it? Don't you? Am I the one who's feeling this as well? What? Like the lack of purpose in our lives. Because like, everything, your survival has been. There is no like your survival is a is a given. Yeah, <laughs> I can all, just all of, I'm good. Yeah, all of history, the meaningful decisions, and a lot of the adventure was coming from the fight for survival. There's no fight for survival anymore. You're done. You wake up and food, and chances are, in most places in the world, I say most places, there'll be food and water for you right there. Adam and Eve, in a modern society, even a third world country less and less people are starving there's chances they would be they won't be starving and they will have food and water no what else what do you do what else do you do what do you do what do you do if survival is no longer a question and it's a given what do you do mm-hmm. and i think that's part of the thing we're trying to figure out right now and our oh, relationship yes. is a reflection of that it is it is your relationship is you your relationship with your with your spouse your girlfriend your boyfriend that's the relationship that's isn't even again remember being married used to be like a privilege right mm. relationships used to be a question they they mm. yeah they used to be a question now they're a given people open mm. up tinder they just expect to find someone <laughs> like that person will pop out of there whatever whoever you're thinking about you know will just pop out of air and this person will be the, your dream boy or dream mm. woman i don't know right this person exists so if Adam isn't meeting if he's not even meeting 90% of my expectations fuck him I'll find somebody who meets 100% 100 yen Jason 100 yen sure 300 yen (laughs) good job good job yeah sorry for cancer we are about to cure cancer right here you heard it here first (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. anyway what are your final thoughts my final thought is relationships are hard especially in the modern world and it's no one's fault just the way things are falling into place maybe it's capitalism maybe it's i don't know maybe it's the hell maybe it's fucking 5g the 5g waves in the air i don't know I don't yeah know, man they're something. trying to kill us all yeah. and make us uh gay like the frogs yeah. <laughs> yeah so i don't know i don't know so it's definitely hard in the modern world and i believe like you say from the quote by Taylor that it's our our war is a spiritual war right <laughs> shout I out think... shout out to our man alex what's his name alex jokes Alex Jones, yeah. <laughs> They're making the frogs gay. They're making the frogs gay. Yeah, so he's right. And maybe when this new age people talk about, like, you have to look within yourself, there is some truth to that. There's definitely a lot of truth, truth to that. 
like I've said, Tyler the relationship. Said it, it's a spiritual war. Yes, uh, like when you have a problem in a relationship, you should ask yourself, like, how am I contributing to this? You know, it's it's not your significant. It's not all your significant other. Maybe just just assume this problem is your fault. Number one, which is it's hard to do. Man, it's hard for me to do this. It's very hard for me to do this as well. But I think that's the first step. It's like, hey, how am I contributing to this problem? Right. As, as a man, maybe the problem I'm having with my significant other is that I'm not being decisive enough. I'm not taking a stand. I'm not. I don't know when to say no or to say enough is enough. Right. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm just bending the knee every single time. And when maybe in the beginning of relationship, as for me, for instance, in the beginning of every relationship, I always thought bending the knee will make her like me more. Right. But what I tend to realize over time is that bending the knee only makes her lose respect for me more and more. Yep. Right? They push the dial even more and more just to see how far this can go. And with each psychological step, they just lose respect for you. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe like you have to go inside yourself, see, maybe learn to value yourself first. Learn to value yourself before you go out and seek out a relationship, man. Because it's so hard. It's so hard. It's like people keep saying, love yourself, love yourself. What does that even mean? It's so hard, you know, it's like in the modern world, we're all being pummeled with Instagram and TikTok and YouTube telling us you should be like this, Jason. You need six-pack abs to be happy, Jason. You need a Ferrari to be happy, Jason. And you don't have those things. So you're worthless. You're worthless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we should have to go into ourselves and find a way how to make ourselves better. And if we are better, our relationships will work out better. Adam and Eve will be happier. I pray that Adam and Eve find love and happiness in their I do too. I do too. As well as Steve. Shout out to our boy Steve. Man, Steve is a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> Shout out to our boy Steve. And as usual, thank you, Oscar, and thank you, listeners, for another wonderful week. Thank you very much. We had a good time. It's good to have you back, Jason. Mm-hmm. It's good to be back. Listen. I'm glad. I'm glad. Anyway, guys, take care. And wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Take care and you'll catch us here again next week for another episode of Dreams X Trash. Bye-bye, Oscar. Bye-bye, Jason. Oscar is Hey, you. What time is it? You look pretty bored. First time we've got an episode. And the bus or train isn't where you're supposed to be yet. Here's an idea. Open your browser. Type in dreamsxtrash.com and free yourself from the clothes of boredom. Up on that beautifully titillating website, you will find everything you need regarding Dreams X Trash. Our Instagram, our Facebook, our YouTube, our LinkedIn, our Twitter. More and more content to free you from the clutches of boredom. Go ahead. Type it in. Go for a ride. Jason has some really interesting things up for you on YouTube. Check it out. You'll thank me later.